Hey, what's up? You're listening to The Spiritual Millennial. My name is Kevin Oberhausen, and this is episode number 002. What's up? You are listening to the Spiritual Millennial Podcast. My name is Kevin Oberhausen. I am your host. And today we're going to talk about one question that will instantly put you in control of any situation in your life and help to determine the outcome and drive it in the direction you want it to go. And that one question is, what can I do differently? And the reason this is so powerful is that when you ask it, you instantly take full responsibility for your life. In fact, taking 100% responsibility for your life is what Jack Canfield's list as success principle number one in his book, The Success Principles. And I guarantee you that asking this one question is one of the things that helps separate people who are successful from people who are struggling. And that is not only asking this question, asking what you can do differently, but recognizing and taking full and 100% responsibility for everything in your life. And one of the reasons taking 100% responsibility for everything in your life is so important and powerful, it's not just for success, but it, it, le- it leads to all things self-empowerment and, and all things living the life the way you want to. If you want to live this amazing life, you know, making money, doing what you love, having the romance that you want to have, traveling the world, et cetera, you have to take 100% responsibility for the way, your is, the way your life is right now. And one of the reasons you have to do that is the way your life is right now is an exact reflection of your internal patterns, of your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotional states, your decisions as well. But it all comes down to these things. And the only way you can change these things is if you take responsibility for them. And so when you recognize that the outcomes in your life are based on this, and you recognize that you have to take 100% responsibility of this to change those outcomes, you take that 100% responsibility and now you're in the driver's seat. And so we're back to that question, what can I do differently? In any situation, whether you want more clients, more people in your yoga class, more people on a teleconference, more people at your basketball games, you want to feel more supported at work or in your family, or you want to find a more fulfilling career path or find a relationship that actually means something or that lasts or that feels safe, that helps to empower you where you rise in love and grow together every single day. When you ask this question, you enable yourself to recognize the things that you're doing or could be doing to get yourself there. But there's something within these patterns, again, the thoughts, beliefs, the emotions, the actions that are leading you to the outcomes that you're getting, which takes me to one of my favorite ways to explain or talk about this topic. Uh, It's an equation also from Jack Canfield, uh, which I previously mentioned, and I'll link to him and his work in in the show notes as well. And the equation is event plus response equals outcome. And in all situations, you are always responsible for your response. It's in the word. 
responsible response. And in every situation, your response to the event is what will determine the overall outcome of it. And the own, so then the only way for you to be able to determine the outcome over an event is again, to take a hundred percent responsibility, take a hundred percent responsibility for your response. And as soon as you do that, now you get to determine the outcome in every situation in your life. Just like that, you're in the driver's seat. Whatever you want, whatever outcome you want, you can align yourself with that by taking a hundred percent responsibility. And when you do that and you stick to it, that's it. It's a very, it's actually very formulaic. It's, it has nothing to do with luck or anything like that. Vent plus response equals outcome. It's recognizing the power that you have at play in your own life and then taking responsibility for it and doing something about it and doing something differently. If you want something different to happen, you have to do something differently to get there. And so this can be used as kind of a benchmark anytime something's not going your way. It's event plus response equals outcome. You can ask yourself, well, what outcome do I want? And that's another key thing here too, is focusing on what you really want. And when focusing on what you really want, through that, a lot of times the actions that to get you there will come up or surface. But you can even just ask yourself, well, what do I want? Okay, now what can I do to get there? What is my response? Taking responsibility for it every time. Because if you don't do this, not only are you just trying to leave it up to chance, but really you're giving your power away. Instead, you're saying, well, I'm going to allow everything else, the circumstances, other people's decisions, things like that to determine my life. This is how blaming and complaining work. When you do this, when you start to ask this question, what can I do differently? You naturally take 100% responsibility, which means you naturally cut out the blaming and complaining. When something happens, you can respond with blaming and complaining, and that'll get you nowhere except potentially more of what you don't want because that's what you're focusing on and that's what you're talking about. And because you're not actually doing anything differently to get what you want, if you're doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result, that is a common definition of insanity. So when this happens, when something happens, you can either blame or complain, or when you ask this question, what can I do differently? You decide to opt out of complaining and blaming and opt into making a difference. Because in reality, when you blame, what you're saying is, I'm opting out of the opportunity to take responsibility for the situation, to do something differently, and to actively create my life. I'm opting out of the ability or the opportunity to step into my power and change something. I'm deciding to not recognize that my life, that I am consciously, that I am creating my life, that I get to choose how to create my life. And instead, I'm going to let someone else do it. And then when I don't like how they're doing it, or I don't like how circumstances are, are, are taking control of my life, I'm just going to blame blame the people that have made the decisions when I decided not to make them myself, and then I'm going to complain about it. And when you complain about it, what complaining really is, complaining is really the recognition that something could be better. If you're complaining about something, that means you know that something could be better or more desirable, that there's an, a, a, an outcome that you find more desirable than the outcome that you currently have. And when you complain, again, you're essentially saying, I'm opting out of the opportunity here to do something differently and make a difference. You're decisively 
deciding to not get what you want by complaining or blaming or not asking yourself or taking 100% responsibility for the situation. You can have everything you want in your life, everything, absolutely everything, as soon as you take responsibility for your life because, again, without doing so, you can't consciously create it. Everyone on this planet is creating their life every moment of every day, consciously or unconsciously. It's in taking the responsibility for it that we do it consciously. And once you do it consciously, everything is yours. Everything is yours. But when you do that, when you ask that question, what can I do differently? The complaining and the blaming have to stop. One, it's you opting out of the opportunity to make that difference. Two, in a situation like complaining where it's just showing that you know there's something better if you're the one who... If you're part of that E plus R equals O equation, who's the person that's responsible to make that difference? You. So why complain about it? Event plus response equals outcome. And so I'll challenge you with this. Think of one thing in your life that you would like to see happen differently. Think of one thing in your life that you would like to see happen differently. And when you think about that, Think of all or allow any of the thoughts around it to come up, any of the complaints, any of the negative feelings or uncomfortable feelings you feel towards it, the things that you're upset about, you know, this never happens or why does this always happen this way or yada, yada, yada. Allow those to come up. And now ask yourself if all the things that are coming up, the way you feel about it, the complaints, the thoughts you have about it, do those mirror the result that you're getting? And now ask yourself what? can I do differently and see what comes up? And if you feel like nothing comes up, I bet you for most people, something will come up right away. But if something doesn't, the first place you can start is by shifting all of those thoughts because all those thoughts that just came up around it, those are feeding into that outcome. It's not a mistake that those things mirror the outcome that you have. Then you could say that the outcome came first, but the continuation of that outcome. But first of all, the situation or that outcome was initially attracted by you in some way. Secondly, the thing that has perpetuated that outcome has been your response to it. And again, we're back to E plus R equals O. So the reason that that, res- that, that outcome is being perpetuated is because you're continuing with this response, the, the complaining, the negative thoughts, the whatever, and then you have more of it. It's one of the reasons people say that they have a hard time or didn't get results using the law of attraction. And one, you don't use the law of attraction. It's something that you align yourself with. But two, you have people like they'll read about it, get all excited about it. Like, oh, this is going to change everything. This resonates and uh, it it makes sense. And I totally feel this. And so much is going to be different. And I'm going to think positively and da, 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 da. And, you know, let's say they're at a job they don't like and they don't like the people that they work with. And so they're thinking all these positive things. And then they get in, they sit down next to the person that they work beside and they turn to them and then right away they just say something bitchy totally just unwelcomed and then that person who was doing all this work the moment they hear that bitchy comment the very next thought is negative and then the next 500 thoughts after that are the exact same thoughts that got them to that situation in the first place and then they're like oh it didn't work it's not it's how can i be responsible for this it's them it's them it's them no Everything in your life is a reflection of some sort of pattern that you have. It's not to mean that you're wrong or that you're doing something bad or that it's your fault. 
that's blame in itself and, and a bit judgmental. And on this podcast, we don't do judgmental. It's a product of ego. So it's not that you're doing something wrong. It's just that the patterns that you have or the vehicles, uh, the vehicles to get to where you want to go that you use aren't in favor of what you really want. That's all it is. It's not that you're doing something wrong, like, oh, it's your fault that you're in this situation because you didn't think positively enough. No, that's not it. It's, hey, by the way, you're creating with your thoughts. If you change those thoughts, you'll start to see a different outcome. If you change your response, you'll start to see a different outcome. Another example that I really like, uh, this comes from Louise Hay, whose 91st birthday just passed, uh, but she just passed as well a few weeks ago. Amazing woman, huge influence on my life. And I'll link to her stuff in the show notes to this as well. Lots of things to, to share with you guys with this episode. Uh, but she talks about this story, and this is relating to self-love, which all comes down to a lot of this mindset and responsibility stuff too, because the way you feel about yourself is your responsibility as well. The way you feel about yourself is on you. It's it's not It's not based on what other people, a lot of times people can base the way they feel about themselves based on what other people say or do or feel or what we assume other people think or feel. But ultimately, our self-esteem and the way we feel about ourselves is up to us too. And so one of the ways she exemplifies this, she talks about, I think the story might be the first about the first time she did a public speaking gig. So this might be a slight modification of what she talks about. But imagine you have a public speaking gig and you get up there and you give your performance and you get off the stage. And yeah, it went well, but maybe it could have been, it could have gone better. Or maybe you get off and you feel like overall it could have gone better. You see these different ways that you could have done better. There's two, probably a few ways you could respond, but two major ones. One, you could berate yourself. That sucked. You're, you're so bad at this. Why'd you even try? I mean, it may not be that bad, but it could be that bad. Then you, you know, say all these things and knock yourself down and knock down your presentation and its effectiveness and all those things. And then you're going to feel like shit afterwards. And there you go. Event plus response equals outcome. The event was the gig. The response was the, the self-criticism and the outcome was feeling like shit. In fact, when you're feeling shitty feelings, that's a good time to check in with your thoughts because if you're feeling shitty, think if you're feeling shitty feelings, you're probably thinking shitty thoughts. The other option with that is you get down and you tell yourself, you know what, Kevin, you did a great job there. Even though there were some different ways that you could have maybe presented this in a, in a more effective way, you've already recognized the ways that you can grow. And the next time you're going to do even better than today. And today's presentation was even great on its own you know, or something like that. And, and just continue with your, Kevin, you're, you're truly a great speaker and you're going to get even better and better. And this was an amazing first time out. And I love you. Like, boom, you're going to leave that. You're going to leave that thing excited, looking forward to not only growing as a speaker, but the next time you're going to perform and you're going to feel so fucking good about yourself. Event plus response equals outcome. And I feel it probably doesn't make too much sense to talk too long on this because it can just kind of maybe overcomplicate uh, what's meant to be really simple. Again, anything in your life, in any situation, event plus response equals outcome. How do you want to respond? Or what can I do differently? How, what's, the res what's the response you can have instead? Both of those, they all lead to the same thing. 
It all leads to taking 100% responsibility for your life. And so again, whatever it is that you want, whether it's more people in your yoga class or a meaningful relationship or to finally uh, launch your business off the ground, actually, that's uh, one of the things that I had to do with getting this podcast going. I planned on launching this podcast in January of 2017, or that's when I first decided that's I was going to do a podcast. At the time of this recording, it's October of 2017, and this is one of the few, was one of the few episodes that are being published with the launch. And one of the things I had to do to make this happen was ask myself, what can I do differently? Because I felt like most of the podcasts, podcasts that I was recording were just falling flat. They didn't really have the, I felt they didn't really have the, the passion or the presence that my in-person speaking had. And so, and so I was wondering like, what is going on? Like this is it's the reason I decided to do a podcast was so that I could share things in this format. Uh, one, I sometimes it's just challenging to get all of my ideas out onto paper because they can come so fast. So it's easier to just, so it's easier to just, so it's easier to just blurt them out when, when I have them. Uh, but also I feel like I communicate in a very potent way. But it wasn't coming through on any of the other episodes. And so I had to ask myself, like, why, why isn't, why isn't it happening that way? Is like, what can I do differently? Is there something that needs to change? Now it was possible that it was just, it was just transferring over, but I, I felt like that wasn't it. It wasn't just that I was starting with a podcast. I just, I felt like there had to be something different. And the change that ended up needing to happen was really getting clear on who I was talking to or actually just opening up to talking to a more specific demographic. And that's why this is called the Spiritual Millennial Podcast or the Spiritual Millennial, because I realized that the people that I'm most directly speaking to or that are most receptive to the way that I talk, right? I There's an explicit content warning on this podcast. You know, it's a spiritual podcast, but I drop four-letter words everywhere doesn't matter to me. And on top of that, I'm speaking about ideas that other people may not really be into, you know, taking taking a topic like uh, the previous episode on ego and talking about everything existing as love and oneness and things like that. You know, not every millennial is going to is going to resonate with that, but people, millennials that have a more, quote unquote, spiritually focused lifestyle or interest to do yoga or you know, follow people like Doreen Virtue or or people like, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer. There's really so many different authors and stuff amongst our demographic that I that I could list. So uh but anyways, people that are interested in those things are going to be way more receptive to it. So instead of trying to what I was doing was I was trying to talk to a wide variety of people at one time. And it was kind of stifling how I presented because not everyone's going to listen to the same thing the same way. And I feel like I definitely have a gift to talk to anybody in, in any way. But when I try to talk to all people and always at the same time, it ends up just being really fucking flat. Whereas if I just talk to people my own age about topics that we give a shit about uh, that I want to share and talk about, then it all comes out supernaturally. And instead of taking... Uh, an hour and a half to record 30 minutes of material because there's, you know, a ton of pausing and, and whatnot. 
uh, I can record it in close to the same amount of time that the podcast episode is. There's way much less. I was spending like way too long editing episodes and things like that. And the moment I changed to, okay, I'm going to speak to I'm going to speak to someone who shares the the interests and the values and the outlook on things. Someone who doesn't give a shit if I say that they don't give a shit or someone that is open to someone talking about archangels or, you know, or love without conditions and the ego and fucking take a deep breath, man, and chill the fuck out. Like, People that will resonate with that. The moment I switched to that, everything flowed so much more easily. And the only reason that happened is because I took a second to ask, well, what can I do differently? Another, another way that I could have responded to that is by, you know, declaring it if it was if I like would just declared it as hard and uh, started to say things like, oh, editing takes so much time or, or like coming to these other conclusions that would have just created a ton of outcomes that I did not care for. So even when I talk to other people about the editing process and they're like, yeah, it's kind of like that. I'm like, no fucking way. Is it like that? Like, I'm not doing it. If this is like that, I, there's gotta be an easier way to do it. Like that, that whole, that sentence right there has made my life easier. There's gotta be an easier way to do it. Like anytime something seems too complicated, like that statement and that belief system going for that, you always find an easier way. And for me, that was just talking to to the people that like, you know, if there was someone on the other side of this this microphone that wouldn't try to tear apart everything that I was saying or, you know, turn it off, turn it turn this podcast off right away, who would it be? And again, that clarity only coming through, what can I do differently? What can I do differently? What can I do differently? In every situation, what can I do differently? When I was in my teenage years, I felt like I was I felt like I often found myself in a friend zone type situation. And I know there's a lot of mixed feelings about using a term like that. Um, but I'm going to use a term that most people are familiar with. Now, I didn't go around blaming blaming women for that at all. I know some guys can be like really um aggressive over a topic like that. Uh, but I often found myself in a situation where I was like good friends with the person that I didn't just want to be friends with. And eventually it was, what can I do differently? Is recognizing that my behavior, my patterns is leading to this totally on me. So what can I do differently? And it was a simple answer. Be clear about what you want. If you're with, if you want to, if you're, if you have a romantic interest in someone, express it. And if they don't have it back, fine, that's okay. You can move on. Like, and, but then you're clear and you're not sitting there stuck in the situation that's like kind of what you want. And you know what? After I made that, after I made that switch, never friend zoned again. I, I don't even want to use that verb, but never found myself in that situation where I was just close friends with someone that I wanted to be in a romantic relationship with. Never found myself in that situation again. And so it's what can I do differently? What can I do differently? What can I do differently? I could have blamed everybody else, anybody else, for any situation. I could have blamed the editing software for how long it was taking me to edit. I could have blamed, you know, girls in general for friend zoning, right? There's like that big thing online. Oh, you know, I like there's guys that will talk about uh, what's the complaint? It's like, oh, like they, like girls never want the good guy. Like the good guy always, like it's the guy, the guy that you really want is the guy that you just have your best friend. 
like do something differently that's not anybody else's fault like it's not like oh the girls the girls like no like it's you you've got to do something differently and again that's not coming to like you're doing something wrong i don't want to come off as like I know that's the way I just explained some of that may have sounded like uh, abrasive and, you know, maybe even attacking, but it's, it's not what, it's not how I mean it. I just, it's kind of how it comes out when I'm passionate sometimes. Um, but lovingly, it's like, hey, like just recognize there's something like what's happening is actually a result of, of something that you're thinking or believing or doing, et cetera. What can you do differently? You're not doing something wrong. There's just a different way or a different vehicle to get to where you want to go. So you just need to ask yourself, like, what can I do differently so you can do that different thing or take that different, use that different vehicle to get there. But you can't do that if you're blaming other people, complaining about things. You can't, ask, you can't do that if you're not asking yourself the question, what can I do differently? And so I think we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Um, it's, it's a, it's a really simple topic. So again, I don't want to go on too long, too long with it. That one question, all these concepts that we kind of talked about, event plus response equals outcome, um, taking responsibility, like all the, all the different, like maybe little ways we dipped into it all happen automatically when, if in any situation you ask yourself, what can I do differently? It unlocks the entire world for you. It allows you to tap into the unlimited potential and power that you have inside of you. And in fact, asking that question and following through on this stuff, you will start to experience the immensity of it. It becomes, you know, beyond, you know, these like fucking nice sounding like, ooh, ah, personal power type words to like some real fucking shit like no like i really do have the power of the fucking universe inside me like i literally can create anything in my life like that's that's the lifestyle you're headed towards when you use this use this question or or start to take 100% responsibility it's like wow i can literally create fucking anything and so with that i'll leave it over to you is there something in your life that you're struggling with right now and what can you do differently about it and if you need some help, I've got a freebie for you. Go to kevinoberhausen.com slash 002. That's the number 002, kevinoberhausen.com slash 002. And that will take you to a page that has a freebie specific for this episode. And when you scroll down, there will be uh, either a little pop-up or a box that'll let you grab a free guide that I've got for you guys that will help you flip any of the thoughts or beliefs that are creating the outcomes that you don't want right now. And so it'll take you through a really simple three-step process. It's actually the same three-step process I use to take myself from waiting tables to doing what I love full-time. It was, again, just another simple, simple thing of what can I do differently and I ultimately recognized that I had some some work beliefs that were creating my my situation, uh, but I'll take you through the short three step process to help you become aware of the thoughts that are holding you, thoughts and beliefs that are creating this outcome for you, uh, helping you to flip them, and then helping you to create a whole new mindset so you've kind of got a foundation um, for this this new outcome to to manifest. So that's kevinobrowson.com slash 002. That's for episode 002. But kevinobrowson.com slash 002, that'll get you to the freebie. The show notes, which will have links to anything that I mentioned throughout the show uh, within them, 
And that's where you can leave a comment. To continue the discussion, ask any of the questions around maybe some challenges you have with changing the outcomes that you've got going right now. Or if you have questions on any of the things that I've said, I read through as many comments as I can all the time. I love to keep this discussion going. My goal is to not have this podcast some one-way broadcast. Uh, really, this is a, a conversation in a community amongst like-minded, heart-centered people that I'd love to uh, you know, facilitate the growth of. So please come comment. Let's get to know each other. And if you like this episode, share it with someone you know that would like to hear it too. Thanks for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. Take care.